Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Today, what sparked this for me was the other night at church, uh, we had a worship night and baptism night, and it, it was great. I mean, that's, it's a great way to do it. There was uh, families getting baptized together. We had two uh, baptismal tank things on the, I don't know what you call them. They're, they're really like troughs, but I hate to say you guys sat in a trough. <laughs> but it, it was metal containers. <laughs> that sounds terrible too, like they're being captured. <laughs> there were these things filled with water that uh, people could get in and uh, get baptized, but it was so precious and um, families did it. You had uh, parents and then their children. One of the sweetest things were these two twin sisters. They got in at the same time. They got, you know, uh, we had Minister Reese and uh, uh, who else was up there? I know Bishop Rick and Pastor Kathy were there and and Heather and Sean and and they were um, up there and they were, you know, saying the word of God to them and, and asking them questions before they got baptized. And these two twin sisters were so sweet at the same time. Boom, boom, and they came up. But there are people's reaction. Like some people were so hit by the Holy Ghost, they just sat there for a second, like almost couldn't get up and cried. And then some of them were hugging like Pastor Reese and, and, just, and just crying as like the anointing hit them. And then we had you know, Jenya, who's been on here with us, who's like the most amazing uh, worship leader. And and I can say that now because Ted has stepped down from being a worship leader because he was the most amazing worship leader. So I don't want, if he's watching, ever to feel like I don't think that. No, but Jenya is literally amazing and brings the anointing because she lives it. I, believe, I go to so many churches and this is just side side venting where the worship leader up there hey yeah they can hit every note but they're anoint they're not anointed not anointed whatsoever it's a it, it they they suck the life right out of the service because either they don't know to, how to exhort because they're not filled with the word of god and there's like no power in them and they like bring an ultra low down and everyone feels defeated um because they shouldn't be talking <laughs> or they picked really bad songs and um uh but not jenya jenya all the time that team nailed it that team nailed it and the worship experience was it was so good and so anointed and i actually i thanked her afterwards i said jenya i text her i said listen you, you made the anointing tangible on a wednesday night on a wednesday night it was so tangible and it was so good and um they actually sang the song Gyra for the first time I heard our team do it. And when she just, they kept singing over and over again, like, you are enough, that part in the song where it was like, you are enough. And man, the anointing hit me and it was so hard because I was just thinking about, he is enough. And and we have to constantly be in thanksgiving and to why. And then at the end of service, I had someone come up to me where we recently, uh, yeah, Sherry said she brings the anointing every time. That is right. So she, um, uh, this person came up to me afterwards and, uh, you know, we had just recently sowed a significant seed into their life. And I- I've learned a great deal at my church about giving and we can get caught up 
in only giving to uh, tithe and offering, and we can only get caught up in giving to who we feel needs something. We feel like they don't have enough or, you know, we're, we have to look at it differently. We're giving one for, this is not my message, but we're giving um, as an instruction, it's an instruction, it, it's, a, it's a command, and it's a way of life. It, it, it's seed time and harvest and everything. And so when this particular person who has already thanked me came up and uh, thanked me again, came up and thanked me again, you know, this person that I gave to doesn't need what I gave them. Even though it was a nice seed and it, it was a lot, to them, they have far more far more than what I gave them. So I could have looked at it and held back and not stepped out in obedience. But you have to realize your giving doesn't just always have to be benefit the other person. There's times where I've given a significant seed to somebody and they're like, man, I needed that exact amount. I, it covered what I needed, what I was believing God for this week. And then there's times where what I gave and so you have to realize it, it's going to bless me, the giver. It's going to bless me. I can't look at the other person and be like, well, they're a millionaire. They don't need my little offering. So why am I going to give it to them? I'm going to give it to somebody over here who can hardly pay their bills. That's not the point. The point was it was out of obedience to be a seed to be released. And I'm going to get a harvest and I'm going to get a harvest. But what struck me and I even, I even had text head in the car because I was heading to the airport and um, he was heading home. And I, I said, you know what? So-and-so came up to me and thanked me again and went on and on and on about, you know, the, the seed that we gave them. And I was like, you know what? What a difference being thankful makes. What a difference being thankful makes. Because when she, when, when she did that, I was like, I want to give again. Like, I love you. I love you. That is so, you know, when somebody's so excited and so thankful to something you give them, doesn't it make you want to bless them again? Doesn't it make you want to do something again for them? And I started thinking, like, that's how our Heavenly Father is. That is how we should be towards our Heavenly Father. The Word of God has promised... The Word of God has promised to us all, all different things, you know, and I'm going to go through several things today of, of the power of thanksgiving, the benefits that you'll get by staying in an active state of thanksgiving. It shouldn't just be when He answers your prayers. It shouldn't just be when, when He's giving you something and you feel like, oh, it's unexpected. It shouldn't just be when, um, you know, at Thanksgiving time and you're doing the whole like, I'm going to do uh, 30 days of thanks, you know, do, why? Just do it every day of the year, every day that you're alive. Just do it every day. Why? Because as a Christian, it is required and we pull on him. We pull on the Lord's attention because that is how we're supposed to be. Thankful every day. Thankful through a, a hard situation, not thanking the Lord that he gave it to you because he didn't, 
but remaining in that state of thanking him. Thank you, Lord, that I haven't seen it come to pass, but I know you're faithful. I know your word is yes and amen. I know that you keep your promise. I know that you've done it before and you'll do it again. I know that so-and-so has received your blessings, received your power, received healing, and I'm going to see the same thing. And so regardless of what you're going through right now, good or bad, our position has to remain the same. Our position has to remain in constant thanksgiving and constant thankfulness. Because I thought, you know what, if that's how I feel, if that's how I feel, giving that, and that person didn't need what I had, but it's going to benefit me, then, then I want to give it again. And so you've been around people who you've done stuff for and you um, have given stuff to, and eventually that just wears off because you're like, they didn't, they did not thank me. They don't care that, you know, that puts a bad taste. It puts it, I'm raising my hand because that's exactly how I feel. There's a major difference when I do something for somebody and give somebody something and there's a thankful heart behind it. Whether it was big or small to them, they were just so thankful that the action was done. And it makes you want to do it again for them. It, it gives you no problem, no second guessing. But for somebody who doesn't turn around and give you thanks, for something that you've done and it's an you know an entitlement it's this it's that it's not even acknowledged you 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 begin to lose the oomph to to do it again for somebody so um missed the notification hey girl hey hey bethany love you i'm so glad that you're on so let's get into this uh once again if you're just jumping on here's the link to uh register for the giveaway. I'm doing, uh, real quick, I'm doing a sign. I know a lot of people are just jumping on. I'm doing a, a sign. I'll give you uh, all customization options. I just got this as a gift, but uh, whoever wins, I'll send you pictures and you can tell me the name and, and however you want it. But I'm sending that to your house. Um, and second, if, you, if you're on Facebook right now, I can't see the comments for Facebook. Uh, I can see them on my phone. We're having issues uh, with the comments. So I'm going to do my best to uh, focus on the broadcast today and look at the comments on my phone and um, uh, try to acknowledge you here on Facebook. Tiff, is that is that the largest that can go? Okay. No, that's fine because I thought if, if it could go larger, then maybe I would switch over to Facebook. Um, but that that's totally fine. Okay, so the first one I'm going to do, thankfulness brings peace. Thankfulness brings peace. I know, and the one time I got a new, um, I got, oh God, I can put it this way. Let me reach over. This Bible. I don't have a pop socket on my new, my new case. <laughs> now I can't lift it up. There we go. There we go, guys. <laughs> what would we do? We'd have to think outside the box. All right. Thankfulness brings peace. Thankfulness brings peace in your life. It says in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard 
your hearts and your minds in Christ. So it tells us when we give the Lord, when we give the Lord our thanks, he will in return give us supernatural peace. It says it right there in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. When you go in every situation, you got a rocky boat right now, you got a storm surrounding you, you got some issues, you've got, you've got some things going on in your life that you're uh, wanting a breakthrough for. Here it says right here, first, don't be anxious about anything. Calm down. This is the one thing I tell my children all the time. If they, they don't get worked up too much, but if they get worked up about something, I always, always tell them, calm down. You can't think if you're all over the place. You can't think if you're worked up. So there's something to it to be calm. <laughs> so we don't need to be anxious for anything. We don't need to be walking around and being concerned. When you're concerned, when you're anxious, when, there, when there's a feeling of uh, chaos around you, you're not going to be in a very thankful mood. And if you're not in a thankful mood and you're not calm, it, you're not in his presence, you're not living in peace. So there's always a connection to everything when the word of God is dealing with these emotions. And so don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So in your prayer, in your petition time to the Lord, do it with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise and into his gates with thanksgiving. So you are thanking the Lord for stuff you haven't even seen yet and stuff you've seen. You're praising the Lord. You're magnifying his name. You're letting him know how wonderful he is, how majestic he is, how there's no other God like him. Nobody can do what he can do. And when you come in, when you come in that way with thanksgiving and praise, <laughs> he's bound to turn his head and be like, I hear my name. I hear the praises of my people and I'm going to answer. And we know his presence is peace. When you're in his presence, there's fullness of joy and peace and love. And so if we operate that way, we're pulling in his presence and you can't help but live in peace when his presence is around. So thankfulness, thankful, thankful, thankfulness brings the peace. Number two, uh, if you go over to Luke 17, I'm going to say thankfulness brings restoration. And a lot of you um, know this story. Jesus heals the 10 lepers, right? So he's got the lepers there. Uh, it's a skin eating, organ eating disease. You start missing things. Parts are falling off. It's literally eating you kind of like from the inside out. It's a very nasty uh, disease. And that's why back then even, you know, there was like the leper camp. It was like, you have to stay away uh, and, and be secluded and be away and you can't be around people. That's why I love this story during 2020, which is a side note, because Jesus did not, you know, get nervous about this crazy disease and he didn't put gloves on and he didn't put a mask on. He went up and touched them and healed them. So side note, <laughs> let's be all like Jesus. 
um, thankfulness brings restoration. Look at this. Healed, uh, ten healed of leprosy. As Jesus uh, continued toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. Okay, so he healed all ten. But look what happens. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, when he saw that he had been restored, what's restoration? Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lost. Restoration is something that's given back to you that was stolen. Their health was stolen. Their livelihoods were stolen. They were Seg, you know, they were secluded. They were off to the side. They couldn't be around anybody. Their, their, their life was about to get stolen because leprosy leads to death. There were not like any cures back then except Jesus and his healing power. And so thankfulness brings restoration. And it's this verse that shows that to you. It is Jesus, he, he said, he praise God, he fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. Thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked. So, same thought process I had at the beginning. I did something for somebody. Like, I, I'm, I'm not hearing from them. Where, where, where are they? So he says, Jesus asks, didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Your faith, your faith made you whole. His thankfulness brought attention to Jesus. His thankfulness made him aware. And if he, now he was healed, right? So why would Jesus said, you coming back to give me thanks and glory, now you're made whole. But wait a second, like a verse or two back before he, he was healed. So what else? I always think like, what else did this man need? But if you think about leprosy, that's what I was saying at the beginning. It's, it's a flesh-eating disease. It, it, it eats away at your, yourself. So the, so the 10 at that moment a few verses ago were healed. Disease stopped. Blood made whole. Not dealing with it anymore. Go show the priest. Once they declare it, you're good to go back into society. But obviously, the effects of the disease was still there. The disease was gone and healed, but the effects of it, but the man that turned around and gave thanks and came back to Jesus. That's why I said thankfulness brings restoration. Nothing missing, nothing broken, and nothing lost. So I believe this man was made whole. This man got his ear back. This man got his skin back. This man looked like leprosy had never touched him because thankfulness brings restoration. 
So there's something missing in your life right now. There's something that you need that's not made right. There's something you feel like was taken from you. There's something that you're dealing with in your body right now. If there's a healing that you need in your body right now, if there's something that you're believing God for, thank Him right now. Thank Him right now that it's done. Thank, thank Him that He's healing. Thank Him that it's working in your body right now. Thank him, like I said at the beginning, y'all have the, you you guys have had testimonies. You have testimonies. You've been a Christian long enough. You have testimonies. Even the people who are just saved have a testimony. You know, how did you get saved? Somebody brought you to church. You met somebody in the grocery store. There's a testimony. There's a testimony just to your salvation. So think about it right now. There is something that you feel like is missing is broken, is not whole, is lost in your life, right now, you're going to start praising and thanking him because thankfulness brings restoration into your life. That's it. And so even right now, I know you guys are listening to the broadcast, but thank him. Thank him for something out loud. Thank you, Jesus that I have peace in my mind. Thank you, Lord, that there's angels that protect me every day. Thank you, Lord, uh, you got a relationship that's gone wrong right now. You're mending a broken heart. You're bringing restoration to uh, families right now, into relationships, into marriages, into uh, uh, parents and children. Restoration. Jesus is in the restoration business. (laughs) That's what he died on the cross for. But thankfulness now is going to bring in exactly what you need. So every day, don't let the storm be louder than your praise. Don't let the storm overtake, overtake what's happening in what the Word of God says. You take the Word of God and you shove it to the storm. (laughs) You take what He says and you start presenting your praise and your thanksgiving because it immediately grabs the attention of Jesus Christ. All right, look at this one. Thankfulness. Thankfulness destroys. Hold on, I have to cough. I don't want to cough in the microphone. (coughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Thankfulness destroys. And I was looking up a different word for destroys or defiles. Kind of like that one's a little like, ugh. Satan's lies. It's going to destroy the lies of Satan. So staying in a thankful attitude and a thankfulness every day is going to destroy the lies of Satan. And um, I was thinking of, you know, destroying the lies of Satan, going all the way back to Genesis, going all the way back to Genesis, right? You have a perfect garden. Everything is perfect. Everything is good. Adam and Eve, happy. They, They were given everything right? Everything but one plant. That's a lot of stuff. You have to think the entire earth was created and uh, man had dominion over it. Adam got to name everything. You know, he helpmate was made. You got Adam and Eve, everything. That's like everything was perfect. And they were told, they were told one, one plant they shouldn't touch. But you know what Satan did there? He focused, he made Eve in that moment. He made Eve in that moment focus on the lack. He made Eve focus on the lack that was there. 
everything. <laughs> they had everything but <laughs> one tree. Everything they could do but one tree. But Satan magnified, magnified the lack. The one thing that they didn't have. The one thing that they didn't have. So when we remain in a state of thankfulness for what God's given us. Thankfulness for where we are. You know, you might say, hey, I, I'm, I, I'm not where I, I exactly want to be. Okay, that's fine. So you get into a state of thankfulness where you are, but it's not where you're going to end up. Like you're, you're, you got to stay in that. I'm moving up. I'm thankful though. Don't get in that attitude like, like that happened. Looking at the one thing that's ticking you off. The one thing that you're not happy with. The, I, I, I wish I had a little bit more in the bank. I wish I had a little bit more in this area. I wish, you know, and then and you get into the whole jealousy and envy thing. But thankfulness is going to destroy the lies of Satan. True thankfulness for God and the abundance he gives will protect you from caving to his lies. Psalm 84, 11, no good thing, okay? We, were, we quote this all the time, right? No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Are you a righteous woman of God? Are you a righteous man of God? Are you, a right, are you living in right standing? Are you walking uprightly? Are you doing what God's asked you to do? Are you living out of sin? <laughs> okay, then you don't need to worry about these things. You're, you, you have to shut down the lies of the enemy. He's going to point out everything to you. Well, you don't have that. She has that, but you don't have that. You work the same job as her. You do that. You, you, you're going to let the enemy pull you out of the blessing of God. You're going to let the enemy take you out because he's going to magnify the one thing, the one thing that you don't have right now. And it doesn't mean you're ever going to get it because it says right there, no good thing will he withhold from you that walk uprightly. You can't be living whichever way you want. You can't be sleeping with your boyfriend. You can't be off doing whatever you want. You can't be out of tithe and offering. You can't, be, you can't just make up your own rules and then wonder why, you know, why, why are not these good things happening to me? I, I don't know why. Well, I'll tell you why. You're not walking uprightly. You know, and nobody likes to finish the verses. They'll always say, no good thing will he withhold from you. I'm sorry, that's not what it says. You have to finish, <laughs> you have to finish the verses. And so there's a condition on how you're going to live in order for no good thing to be withheld from you. So thankfulness is gonna smash the lies of the enemy. We're gonna smash them with thankfulness. We're gonna say, you know, um, Ted's grandfather used to say, I'm satisfied with a dissatisfied satisfaction. I know, it's a tongue twister, but I'm gonna say it again. I'm satisfied with a dissatisfied satisfaction. Thank the Lord for where he has brought me. Um, I thank the Lord for the studio. I mean, he brought it to pass from a vision. We stepped out and did it. I thank you, Lord, for the, the, the people, the team members that are in my life uh, that, that brought into Miracle Word Ministry. I'm thankful for the partners. I'm thankful for, you know, the, the home personally that Jesus has, has brought me to. But the thing is, 
I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to keep doing what he's called me to do and he's going to keep providing. I'm going to keep being obedient and he's going to keep supplying. And I didn't even mean to sound like I was doing a rap. It just came out like that. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Look at that. I have missed my calling, guys. I am I'm going out on the road. I'm going out on the road. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> um, and so we have to be satisfied where we are and thanking the Lord and remaining in that thankful state. But we're going to have to move it on up, move it on up because um, to the east side. Anyone ever watch 127? Yeah, okay. Um, we're going to have to move it up because we're constantly increasing, right? Faith to faith. We're going up. We're going up, everything, favor to favor, grace to grace. We're, we're climbing up. So be happy where you are, be satisfied, be thankful, but realize it's not where you're staying. Don't get comfortable there. So we're going to not let Satan pinpoint and pick all of these little things that get a gripe in our mouth, that get the wrong thing to confess the wrong thing. He's going to try to steal it. He knows what thankfulness does. He knows the benefits. He knows the power behind thankfulness. So don't let him magnify the one thing like he did. Oh, look at that DJ Jazzy Carolyn. That's right. Um, <laughs> to magnify the one thing, right? Just like, just like in Eve. You had the whole garden. Everything's perfect. And Satan went and magnified. But you don't have that. You don't have it all. You could have it all. You know, he'll, he'll sit on your shoulder and do that. And so you've got to remain thankful and know that uh, he's going to hold no good thing, no good thing from you. All right. Next. And that's going to lead you into thankfulness. And I mentioned it in the Satan lies is guarding you against envy. All right. Uh, Psalm 138, 1, I will give thanks with my whole heart, a whole heart. When, when your whole heart is grateful, there's no room left for envy. There's no room left for jealousy. There's no room left for, I wish I had what she had. I wish I could do what she can do. If you ask the Lord like, hey, Lord, you've made me special. What is it that you want me to do? What are my gifts? What are my talents? Everybody has them. Now, if you're looking constantly at other people and desiring what they have, you're never going to know what God's blessed you with. So let's figure it out today, this weekend. Start wondering, what's something that moves you? What's something that drives you? What's something that you have a passion for? That's something that he's put inside of you. So when you are keeping your heart thankful and in a state of thanks with your whole heart, Praise the Lord with your whole heart, keeping your eye on God and your whole heart. There's no room for envy. So thankfulness guards against envy. There's enough for everyone. He hasn't said, I'm going to give these gifts and talents. Uh, I have like 10 of these. So uh, whoever can get them real quick on this side. And I've got 25 of, of this, you know, singing talents. And, and then I've got, you know, 30 of uh, starting their own business talents because I just want 30 people to be, you know, wealthy and have avenues of income. But I want these people to struggle over here. No, he has made more than enough 
for everybody uh, in every area. You know, uh, as long as there's seed time and harvest, summer and winter, we're, it just goes to show you we're never going to be without. The earth's replenishing. We're constantly going to be. That, that's why, you know, the whole like, there's not enough water. There's not enough food. There's not enough wood. There's not. Go travel. Go travel. I mean, we travel places and it's just like land, land. I, I laugh every time when I was traveling out west this year in West Virginia. So many trees. You couldn't cut down all the trees in the world and they're like not be enough for everybody. There is so much out there. So the whole like there wasn't enough lumber. It's like just go to just go out west and go to the backyard. Go grab a truck and cut down a tree. It's a bunch of crap. This world is trying to scare you. I just saw today that Governor Newsom in California did a whole it's a whole thing for Californians about there's not enough water. Hello. I'm sorry, isn't there an ocean that California is like backs up to and you're, and you're trying to tell them that there's a drought, that there's not enough water? It's like, stop believing, stop believing what the people of this world, there's not enough gas, there's not, there's gonna be more than enough. As long as this earth remains, there's gonna be every summer, winter, spring, fall, there's gonna be every bit of nourishment for us, every bit of food, every bit of water until God says so. Remember that, until God. We sing a song in church, Jehovah has a final say. Okay, well, we don't act that way when we're out of that, out of church and out of the song. We don't act like Jehovah has the final say. What? We believe the news. We believe what's going on. We believe that so-and-so has control of this. That's why I, I, I desired a cow back in May, and I just got one. For any of you who don't know that, I'm not going to get into it. But I got blessed with the cow. It was a desire in my heart. I wanted one. I'm going to have more. But you know what? What put that desire in my heart? Man. Man telling me that I was going to have to eat plastic beef in like 2030. H to the E to the LL. No, will I ever have plastic beef. Why? Because my father... God owns a cattle on a thousand hill. And as long as I'm here and as long as this earth is here and he hasn't burned it up and I haven't gone to heaven, I'm going to have more than enough. And I'm not going to be jealous of anybody. And I'm going to stay in a complete state of thankfulness. And by that, I'm going to be promoted. And you too, by staying in the power of being thankful. Okay, so next Thankfulness, <clears throat> thankfulness brings a, uh, strengthens your faith. Sh thankfulness will strengthen your faith. I'm going to read Psalm 145. Sorry, I like, I was having trouble finding it until I got to the office and then I didn't have time to pop it in. All right, Psalm 145, 4. And I'm going to read down and think to about 12. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing joy about your righteousness. Um, the Lord is good to everyone. 
his, he showers compassions on all his creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord. All of your works will thank you. You are a work. You are a masterpiece. It says in Ephesians 4.20, you are God's masterpiece. You are the best work. Out of everything he created, you are his prized possession. So it says, all of your works will thank you. And that's everything. That's going to be nature. That's Everything's got to praise the Lord. That's why it says in the Bible, he's going to get thanked and praised whether you do it or not, but it's best you do it. And the Bible says, <laughs> I always say to, to my children, never will a rock cry out in my place. I'm not going to have a rock praise the Lord before me. So you have to stay in, in a, a, a position of thankfulness and it strengthens our faith. It says, they will speak of the glory of your kingdom. They will give examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majesty and the glory of your reign. So thankfulness strengthens your faith. God's record of faithfulness is a hundred bazillion percent. Right? Can I get an amen? God's record. There's not like 99.9% uh, he comes through for us. There's always that little bit. We're not sure. You know? No. He is 100% faithful. His record is off the charts. That's why God commanded Israel to remember his great deeds. In Psalm 136.1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. So God's record of faithfulness is 100% and remaining thankful strengthens your faith. When you hear about this, when you hear about wonderful miracles and awe-inspiring deeds, what does that do? What does that do? When it says everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. What does that do when you hear about the good things of God? When you hear about his power, when you hear about his miracles, what does that do for you? It builds your faith. It makes you stronger. It makes you uh, run towards the enemy instead of running away from the enemy. So your thankfulness strengthens your faith. All right. I just have two more for you. Uh, thankfulness, because that one is going to lead into the next one. Thankfulness. Uh, brings a testimony. Thankfulness brings a testimony. If you go to Psalm, uh, let's see, uh, Psalm 105.1, it says, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Thankfulness brings a testimony. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. That's where I just kind of meshed it together towards the end. With thankfulness strengthens your faith. When you proclaim, when you hear it, builds your faith. But then what? It's a testimony to others. How thankful you are. Man, if you acted different in 2020, people are going to want to know why. If you act different in 2021, as things are still crazy and leaning into 2022, people are going to wonder why. Why are you thinking the Lord. And it's like chaotic right now out there. This doesn't make sense. They just told you there's a drought. They just told you there's a famine. 
Why are you still thanking your heavenly father? Where is he? I don't see him. Looks like there's, there's still no water. Looks like there's still no food. <laughs> but like I said, <laughs> little do they know. And so if you're thanking him and you are remaining calm and praising and thanking him in the middle of a crisis, that's a testimony. And what does a testimony do? It causes people to question, why are you the way you are? Why do you believe that? Well, here's proof. I believe this way because, and you've seen it happen, and you've been able to open the door to share with somebody, to lead them to Christ, to lead them to his healing power, to lead them to being filled with the Holy Spirit, to lead them to, I mean, any, any topic throughout the Bible. It's an open door. Your testimony is an open door. So thankfulness will bring a testimony. Actually, there was two more I wanted to do real quick. Thankfulness brings the blessing of God to you. Thankfulness brings the blessing of God. Psalm 67, 5 through 7, because it goes right back to what I said at the beginning when I gave that seed. It's going to cause me to give more. It's going to cause me to give more. And there's lots of room for giving. There's money. There's time. There's your talent. You know, it's not just finances. You're going to give different ways throughout your life. But we also know what you sow, you'll reap. You need more money, you need to sow money. You need, you know, more time, you need to sow time. You need, you know, you sow a seed of helping and volunteering and doing things for people now. When you need that, people are going to show up. And so being thankful causes the blessing. That person thanking me when they had more than enough is going to cause me to do it again. And you know what? It's going to benefit me financially. It's going to bring a harvest to me. And so, um, let's see, Psalm 67, 5 through 7. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvest and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us and people all over the world will fear or honor him. We know that's not to be scared of. It's a reverence. It's a respect. We'll respect him. So thankfulness brings the blessing of God upon your life. It brings the blessing of God. It says right there that the nations will praise you. The, the earth will yield its harvest and our God will richly bless us. So remaining and staying in that state of thankfulness is going to bring the blessings of God into your life because it's going to provoke an action on your part and on God's part. It's going to provoke you to do something again and then you're going you're gonna to reap the harvest. Provoke you to give again, you're going to reap a financial harvest. Provoke you to sow your time again and volunteer, you're going to receive that because we're always going to need it at some point in our life. And any seed, any seed that you sow will come back to you. All right, last thing. Thankfulness helps us to uh, experience God, to see God, right? It opens our spiritual eyes. Thankfulness will open 
your spiritual eyes. It will help you experience, or uh, I put to see, like to with your supernatural eyes, to see God. The more that I, or the more that we thank Him, the more we see Him working in us and around us, right? So when we brag on Jesus, He always shows up. When we brag on His name, when we talk about Him, when we're boasting about him. He is always going to show up. Someone needs something around you, an encouragement. Someone needs a healing around you. When you're talking, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're talking about just an everyday person, a famous person and everything that they do and, and everything uh, that they, they put out and everything, people get like an excitement. Like, I really like to meet that guy. She seems really cool. I really like to meet her. She seems really nice. Just based on what you're saying, I've never, I've never met her before. You know, you get like that. You're like, wow, you're really building her up. You're talking about it. That person sounds amazing. I want to meet them. Well, that's the same way with our Heavenly Father. When you brag on Him, when you boast on His name, when you talk about Him, people are like, well, I want to meet Him. I'll, I'll, you, you're always talking about healing. You're talking about how he went around healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Acts 10.38. You're talking about, you know, he never turned anyone. You mean he never turned anyone away in the Bible? What? You know, then they then, then they're start thinking, well, I, I want that. I, I believe that. I'm going to start confessing the right thing. I want what you, what you have. I want miracles in my life. I want to see that come you know, to life in my own personal walk. And so when, when you are uh, constantly in a state of thankfulness, it helps us to experience God in our life and, and for someone else's life. In John 1.14, um, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory and glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth and the reason why i um picked this verse thinking about it because when we speak of him when we brag on him it it it, it's it's speaking his word right it's speaking literally when you talk about jesus you're talking about his word when you talk about his word you're talking about jesus so when i wrote down uh you know, when we brag on Jesus, he always shows up. And then I wrote, speak of him, which is the word of God to people. I immediately thought of John 1 14 and the word became flesh. The word became flesh. The word became Jesus walking around on earth who has given us all power, all dominion, all authority. Okay. The word became flesh. So our thankfulness helps us to experience Jesus. And so as you go through these things today, really think about, man, has it been that long since I thanked the Lord? You know, thank Him. You don't just just say thank you at the end of the gift. I'm going to tell Jesus thank you in advance. I'm going to thank you in advance. I'm going to thank you at the end. I'm going to thank you before I see it because I see it in my supernatural eyes 
Then when I see it in manifestation of my natural eyes, I'm thanking you again, Lord. Just a reminder, just a reminder to say, Lord, you are so good to me. You are more than enough. You are El Shaddai. You are my Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider. You are my peace. You are my deliverer. I mean, you can list things all day long. You don't have to be like, well, I don't really have, have a lot right now to be thankful for, but wh when I get there, I will. Nope, you ain't never gonna get there if that's how you think. You could just go through the names of God and thank him for being that. If all you did was thank the Lord for what he did on the cross, that's enough. But the good thing is he's done more in your life. He's done more than just that. Every day he's working on your behalf. Every day he's on your side. Every day he's fighting a battle. Every day he's going out before you and switching the plans of the enemy. Every day he's going and destroying traps that the enemy has set before you. Thank him for that. We're not going to see everything with our natural eyes. We're not going to see everything with our natural eyes. And we're not going to know there's some things that the Lord has protected you from and prohibited from happening in your life that you don't even know about. Thank him for that. Thank you, Lord, for the things I haven't even seen that throughout my life you have kept me safe. You have kept me healed. You have kept me out of harm's way. Thank him right now for that because you don't have to thank him just because you saw it with your natural eyes. There's stuff that he's done for you that you don't even know about. That's why every day we are gonna remain in a state of thankfulness. Cause look at all the things. This isn't even everything to go through. These are just a few things that I pulled out. Thankfulness brings peace. Thankfulness brings restoration. Thankfulness destroys the lies of the enemy. Thankfulness guards against envy and jealousy. Thankfulness strengthens your faith. Thankfulness brings a testimony. Thankfulness brings the blessing and thankfulness helps us to experience God. It's something that is a requirement. He needs to hear it every day, every day. Thank you, Lord, for such a wonderful time in your word. Thank you, Lord, for each and every person listening to this broadcast today and for the ones listening on the replay, Lord, that we turn into an attitude of thanksgiving, that we turn our hearts towards you. There's not going to be any room for anything else. No room for uh, doubt, no room for fear, no room for envy, no room for shoulda, woulda, coulda, no room for anything outside of your word of God, because we're going to remain in a state of thanks giving and praise. We're going to say how great your name is, Lord. We're going to call on our deliverer. You're our comforter. You're our peace. You're our provider. You're our strong tower. Just talking about you, Lord, I can feel your anointing because you are more than enough. I'm so thankful for the children I have, for the husband I have, for the home I have. And I know that it only is going to get better. That's why I can remain in this state when you stay in a state of thanksgiving, you are happy where you are, but you know that God will always have better, always have better because no good thing 
will he withhold from his children that walk uprightly. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the lives that have been changed just by this broadcast and podcast listening to this again. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power that you are in the business of taking care of your children. We're so thankful. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, I had to like collect myself there for a second because if I start listing the goodness of God that he has done in my life over the years and the stuff that he has protected me from, saved me from, kept me out of harm's way, Ooh, I'm going to need a box of tissues because, you know, he's, he's done it for me. He's done it for you. He's going to do it for you. So don't think that you've been left out. He's going to do it for you. I love you guys so much. I know you guys agree with that prayer. Amen. 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 Make sure you share this this broadcast. Make sure you share the podcast. Get the word out there. I want you ladies to be a part of what we're doing here for the women at Miracle Word. I genuinely love you guys. I love to hear from you. I, I, you know, I love to pray for you. I love to hear the testimonies. I love to be a part of your life, even though it's kind of through a screen. <laughs> but I, I genuinely love you guys. I really need to do something. I need to do something like an event that we all get together. I think that is something I need to do, right? Are you guys in on that if I do it? <laughs> the Lord is speaking to me. I love you guys so much. And I'm getting ready to let you know who the winner is. So today I'm going to be everyone saying, yes, I would love that. That would be great. I love you, Grace, so much. Um, I haven't been able to talk to anybody on Facebook. I know you guys are watching, but... Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, can you see that screen? Is that, is that on the computer, Tiff? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to jump on Facebook in case that lady writes on Facebook that she won because then I won't even, even know. But the person who wins the sign, and you guys are going to have to contact me. So the person who wins, if you can contact Carolyn at MiracleWord.com, I will get over to you some pictures and you can choose and tell me the name that's going to go on this and it will be sent to you. But the name and the winner today is Miss Sherry Freeman. So, Miss Sherry, um, make sure you write in the comments that you are around so I don't have to get to the next person. Though, was it on Friday? Were you here at the time where like three people weren't there? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember if it was you or Maddie <laughs> that were here. Everyone was like very cutthroat. Um, I, I, don't kn I don't know because it's like old comments on Facebook. I hope Sherry Freeman, is she on YouTube? Okay, Sherry, you've got like another minute because these women want to win everyone writes congrats before the person even says it did a sherry freeman write anything oh sherry freeman sherry freeman where are you 
pretty. I feel like this is so professional. She's walking me up a sign right now. Everybody wants to see you. Say hi in the camera. She just zoomed in on me so nobody would see her. All right, before I read this next name, nobody wrote, nobody wrote on, on YouTube, right? All right. The next one, the winner is Leslie Joy. Leslie Joy won. I am so happy for you, Leslie. I'm going back to YouTube. Sorry. I'm, Facebook is like getting worse and worse, isn't it? Like, I think YouTube's just the way to go. That's the way to go. Ooh, Leslie. Ooh, ooh, you won. So make sure you contact me. I mean, you write me on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So feel free to just go there. You don't have to email me. And I will send you pictures of ideas uh, that she has in her um, shop. And then you can let me know what custom name you want on it. And I will get that sent out to you uh, probably next week by the time she's done with it. But anyway, she says, I'm pretty sure my homeowner association wouldn't allow a hooker sign anyway. <laughs> The hookers live here. The hookers live here. <laughs> huh? She did? Okay. All right, ladies, I love you. It's Friday. I'll see you next week. If any of you are near Ohio, go to our schedule. Ted's going to be in Ontario, Ohio um, for Sunday through Wednesday. Get there. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have any um, live setup, so we're not going to be able to watch the services live. So that means you need to make the drive to watch it live. <laughs> All right, guys, I won't quit my day job, which is teaching kids school <laughs> to be a rapper this time, unless the Lord moves me on to other gifts and talents. I love you guys. Watch my favorite video. Laugh and have a good weekend.